0: Go ahead and throw it down to Tay first and see see what he got. That way, you know, we don't give Chad all the good juice. We, we start with Tay, let him kind of squeeze it out.
1: Yeah, that was a, a powerful moment because it makes you have to be honest with yourself. Uh, So it was uh, probably three things that, yeah, baby, yeah, three things that really stuck out to me. Uh, The first, uh, she said, uh, forgiveness is a business tool. Uh, And I love that because I think it's still fresh for me because we just did our uh, leadership retreat just last month. And that was one of the tools that we use to help our team break through because that was the title of our our retreat. And one of the activities that we did was uh, we just have them write down uh, things and that they need to let go, people they need to let go. And uh, what we did was uh, I, I have a weighted vest. So we let them kind of uh, hold the of vest for like 10 to 12 seconds to, to understand like the weight, like let it feel like when you hold these things in and you don't let it go. And uh, I think for me, it was kind of, um, it's kind of fun to see it from the outside looking in. But when you're, you're the one wearing that vest, when you're the one carrying around these things, like you don't see what other people see. Uh, so for me, it was just a reminder of like the weight that we carry and also like, the, how we can empower people. I think that was probably the most important point for us because we had, what, eight, 17 girls that our leadership between and by us doing that, by us teaching them that, you know, this is a tool that you can help to up, help for others to break through. Like, that's gonna multiply when they go back to their team and actually talk about forgiveness and things that they should let go. So I just love the fact that she kind of brought it up, like, it is a business too, even though it takes you to have to get personal and honest with yourself, it's also something that frees people as well. Uh, the second thing that she said that really stuck out. Uh, yeah, baby. Yeah, she's tired right now. Um, man, this one was powerful because I, I, you can see this with so many people. Uh, she said, when you let hurt sit inside you for too long, it turns into hate. Uh, and I was just like, wow, like that is so powerful. And a lot of times we don't, we don't know that. We've all heard the quote, like what you don't know won't kill you won't hurt you. And that's the opposite. I've learned that. It is like, what you don't know will kill you. If you don't know that hurt sitting inside you will turn into hate, then you're just gonna go around hating a bunch of people. So for me, like you have to like address these issues. Uh, you have to be willing to deal with these things within yourself. Because uh, what we all know is when we hate, or uh, when we uh, hurt by meeting people, they don't even know they hurt us. So they don't even care. We don't want to have to carry around these things. so. Uh, that one was super powerful for me. I medium mean, it's like really I need to just go and uh, I still have some things that personally I need to deal with because I've just been letting it sit around and you know most of us guys we compartmentalize things so we don't like to deal with those issues we just kind of put it up here and try to forget about it and that's not healthy for us so uh, that one was good. Uh, And then just the last thing that I'll share, and I thought it was powerful because I've been listening to different things has been talking about how to like better communicate with people and how to be uh, just more effective when talking to people And she said don't just educate people care about people. Uh, And I love that and I was listening uh, to pastor Darius Daniels and he said people don't remember sermons they remember statements and stories. So like when she say like, when you want to connect with people, get emo- like get emotionally invested in it. Uh, I just remember doing a TikTok and one of, the, one of the TikToks that I blew up, I was really vulnerable. Uh, and I had a message that I wanted to get across, but at the same time, what I had to bring in into it was my personal testimony of me losing my mom. And by me telling that story, I had more people connect to me emotionally. So they was able to receive the message that I was trying to get out as well. So many times you do have to be vulnerable. Uh, you can't just preach to people and try to educate people on how you can change your life. Many times you have to share the testimony of how you change your life, your personal, personal testimony, along with the lessons that you learn within that to share that. So for me, I thought that was so awesome. And uh, just the fact that, you know, we all like, just deal with forgiveness on so many different levels that we just have an opportunity to within a personal development field to actually address the issue that so many people are affected by but not just uh, address it but we get to learn we get to share our testimony and we get to go and help other people so uh, i just love it on so many levels and i know it's going to be deep because we have to be honest with ourselves and we have to actually go out and do these things so that was three things that i got from it uh, and just thanks for sharing this joe because it just reminded me that i still need some work that i need to do as well so uh, thank you, guys. Yeah, baby, we're done.
0: He's got tons to say about it. You guys <laughs> better watch out. Oh, God, Tay, that was so awesome. Uh, now i got to scrap off, like, three of the things I wanted to talk about. Uh, let's throw it over to Chad. Chad, please leave me at least one. That would be great.
2: Uh, I was like, okay, I'm not going to talk about because Tay hit some of the points that I had highlighted. I think the most important thing that I would say from all of this and I'm reminding myself as I say this, is that bitterness rots the bones. And so it hurts you personally. Unforgiveness hurts you personally. But what's to me even crazier is that um, bitterness leaks. And what I mean by leaks is that if you have anybody in your life that's close to you, when you have unforgiveness and bitterness in you, the people you actually love end up paying the price for your bitterness to someone else because it leaks so for example let's say someone hurts you in the past and you're home with your spouse and your children and your mind goes there and you're being reminded of that and you're getting upset about it that is coming out whether you know it or not in the subconscious it's coming out and you're leaking onto your children and you're leaking onto your and I know because I've done it and I didn't realize it until I realized it so when you see find yourself being harsh with your kiddos or angry very quickly, or your family feels like they have to walk around eggshells around you, you have to take a step back and go, where is this coming from? And there's a good chance it's coming from some type of bitterness that you're holding on to or unforgiveness to someone else. And, you know, I've heard it explained that bitterness, unforgiveness, it's almost like poisoning yourself to try and hurt another person. It's just crazy. I watched a movie the other day and it's like this guy goes through the divorce and now he has the dog. He doesn't even like the dog. He just wanted the dog because he knew it would hurt his his ex-wife. It's like, why why do you want the dog just to hurt your ex-wife to get some kind of uh, pleasure, you know, out of that or or whatever? Or the I was talking to some real estate agents the other day and the guy's like, I got such a great deal in this house because the guy wanted to just He was going through a divorce and he had to split the profits of the house. And he said, I just want the bottom of the market value because I want to sell this house for as cheap as possible to get back at my wife. But I mean, doesn't that mean he gets hurt too? Like it doesn't make any sense, does it? But this is the thing that happens that unforgiveness and bitterness will do to us. So, um, And here's the thing, guys, is we're opening ourselves up. As you grow and build, I guarantee you, Joel and Stephanie, their organization is so massive and they've let so many people into their hearts, they've probably been hurt and offended more than all of us. And it's tough when you, when you meet someone and you let, let them into your, your inner courts and your inner circle and you, you give everything you got to them um, and, and you, maybe you give them your time and you give them even sometimes money only to be blocked and they stop responding with no explanation. I mean, those types of things happen. And so what can we do with that? We can, we can try and figure it all out and chase and f- fix it and correct it, or we can just give it, let go and let God. I'm, someone said this the other day. It's so cheesy, isn't it? But it's so true. That's, all we can, that's the best we can do is release the situation to God and say, Lord, I don't understand why this happened. Um, I, I have some strong feelings about this, resentment, upset but I'm just giving it, I, I got to give it to you. It's that weight. you got to release, you got to release the weight. Otherwise it'll, it'll hurt you and it'll hurt everybody that you love. So, um, that one, but to get back to this, um, and I wrote down sometimes we're the pigeon and sometimes we're the fence post, you know, sometimes we're hurting other people and we don't, we're not doing it intentionally, but they're offended. And I think we have to be quick to, to go, Oh, I'm so sorry. That wasn't my intention. Help me understand how I offended you. You know, now I will say some people are offended and there's really no reason for them to be offended. So you have to kind of discern through that. But I would suggest to you that you and I are hurting other people and we don't even know it. And when we do, we need to recognize it and we need to be quick. Even if we're at 1% fault and they're 99% fault, we need to ask for forgiveness for our part. We need to be the bigger person because if forgiveness flows to us, it's got to flow through us. And of course we're all sinners. And God said, Hey, Jesus on the cross paid the price all those years ago We're we are forgiven. If we're forgiven, we have to become good at forgiving others. Um, I love the forgiveness ahead idea like, Lord, I'm going to forgive people today, even though I, it may not happen. I'm, I'm just I have that mindset where I'm going to be quick, quick to forgive. And, and just because I feel offended doesn't mean I have to accept it. She used the phrase a few times, keep, keep your heart swept clean. And to me, when I hear that, keep my heart swept clean, that means be aware of the weight, be aware of the offenses I'm, I'm allowing into my life and, and push, keep them out of there. Keep my heart swept clean, keep it light, you know, not put the weight of the world on our shoulders. We weren't created for that. Um, unhitch your ability to heal from the other person's choices. Man, that is so powerful. And some of this stuff, guys, this is, this is developing a maybe a higher emotional IQ, right? But I think it's so, so important for us and for our families and for our teams and for everybody. Uh, I've suffered long enough and I'm choosing an upgrade. That's such a powerful statement. Um, Boundaries after forgiveness. So if someone comes and they hurt you and you forgive them and then they hurt you, yeah, you have to keep forgiving 70 times seven, but at some point you have to understand that there needs to be some kind of boundaries built. Like maybe that person shouldn't be on your inner inner circle. You know, sometimes some relationships need to be initiated, some need to be cultivated, and unfortunately, some need to be terminated. If someone's completely toxic, and whenever they're around you, they're, they're affecting you in a very negative toxic way, then sometimes you have to put that boundary up and say, hey, for a season, we, we, we can't communicate because of, you know, this is my boundary, and that's okay for you to do that. Um, we have to learn to not be easily offended. And quick to apologize. Proverbs eleven twelve 12 says, a man of understanding holds his peace. I think that's so important for us to learn to do that. Uh, for, and then the last thing I'll just say here is forgiveness is our cooperation of what God has already done. Like we all should, especially if you're a Christian, you're listening on here. We, we have to forgive. I mean, if, otherwise we're just hypocrites. We have to decide to forgive or admit that we're hypocrites. You can feel offended, but it doesn't mean you have to be offended. And so I'll leave it at that, Joel. This is such a deep topic that I love because I was that guy that was easily offended, slow to forgive. And I can tell you, it didn't, it, it's not a good way to live at all. And so I'm not, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. So always a work in progress. Should have wore my construction hat today.
0: That's awesome. I'll put my, I'll put my construction hat on too. All right. So what, what I've got written down, I mean, tons of, tons of amazing things in here. And and this is, like you said, deep life changing things. Uh, you know, the the first part of it was forgive what you can't forget. I mean, that's, that's the, the big thing, just because you forgive doesn't mean that you're going to forget it. But the fact that you've forgiven has released it. Uh, Forgiveness and leadership is a key to innovation because it gives people a safe place to go out and do the things that they're unsure of because you've created a safe place. I love this. I desperately need grace, so I need to freely give grace, you know. That comes back to the golden rule: do unto others what you want them to do to you. Well, guys, if you want grace, then you have to readily give a grace. It's not—it's not a one-way street. Um, she talked a little bit about you can train instinct, which was pretty interesting because you know most people think that you know gut instincts and things like that and reactions are something that people are just innately born with. You know, they just have that gift, but it's actually something that uh, can be learned and trained so that when things arise you have the ability to make those transitions quickly and that's what she was talking about with forgiveness is if you're living in a space of grace it gives you the ability to quickly give grace to others it's something that you can train yourself to do uh i love one that tay pointed out was don't let your hurt turn into hate because and this is one of the ones that I I just love the best. I'm going to double star it because it was just because you feel offended doesn't mean you have to live an offended life. So many people are walking around, like Tay said, with a weighted vest on right now because they were offended and we're in the offended time of our nation, the offended time of our world culture. And so people are walking around with this weight on them, and instead of it weighing you down and affecting your everything, your every day of life, your every post, your every word that comes out, the way that you look, what you focus on, what you look at, what you consume, you need to lay it down, and that's what she said. If you become a person of grace and a person of forgiveness, you're going to stand out heads above people, because nobody is doing that right now. Everyone wants to be offended, but nobody wants to forgive. So if you take the moments to be the person that forgives, people are going to start to notice you. They're going to start to notice that you're different. They're going to start to ask you why you're different. And that's when you have the ability to open up to them and share your story and change their life. All of this trade, all the drama for an upgrade. You can forgive them without them being around. You know, so many times people offend you and they don't even know it. So you don't need to go tap on their shoulder and say, Hey, you've offended me and I'm forgiving you because they may, they may have been going on and not even realize that. See, this is one of the funniest things is if you knew how little people thought about you, you would, live your life completely different, but we live our life based on it revolving around us. So we think that somebody does something to us. They're sitting there going on their day. We're like, they're out to get me. They're out to destroy me. They did one little thing that they didn't even know and has no impact on how they're living their life, but you're letting it ruin your week, your life. Need to let that go and let God Chad's funny little quote which it is it's such it's such a cliche little church quote is let go and let God but guys it is such a powerful thing once you grasp it god's grace flows to me so it should also flow through me then she was talking about communication which I love this make sure that you're bringing value let the opportunities rise and fall based on the amount of value you bring be real be raw and bring the whole you and that will connect with others whole talks don't change people's lives just a sentence within that talk could be a light lights on fire Uh, I posted the devotional today and it it did an amazing illustration of this Uh, there was an old man with a lighthouse and at the downstairs where he lived there was a candle and so he picked up the candle and lit it and was bringing it up the stairs. And he said, I'm going to make sure that all the ships see you. And the candle was like, I don't know why you're bringing me up here. I'm so small that you, they won't be able to see me. And when he gets to the top of the lighthouse, he lights the lighthouse burner and the lighthouse shines up. So he can take that small little spark in you and light something bigger to change all the world around you. So don't just educate people. Let them know that you care and they can take that and move forward. Also, um, I guess as a group, we should probably work on making pretty mood boards. I see Chad's got his boards behind him, um, but I'm pretty sure that you know we need to get to having some pretty mood boards. You know, dream boards are great pretty sure we need to figure out how the pretty mood board, uh, works into that. So I'll, I'll leave us with that because I think that's really important to, to leave on a good note of pretty mood boards. Guys go out, make it an amazing rest of your week. We can't wait to see you here again next time.
1: See you again soon.